and welcome to this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast and live interactive Twitch stream. I'm Carla and I am the GM of this world, which is called Kalandos, which came out of my mind. And I'm surrounded by my amazing players who are going to all introduce themselves. Hi guys, I'm Nelly. I play Kira Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer. And today I... I'm alive, just barely, barely alive. Hi everyone, I am Wednesday and I play Lauren Skyvale, the Azimov Paladin. Hi everyone, I'm Nina and I play Andromach, the Changeling Druid. I was everywhere, trying to keep everyone alive. So we are in the middle of our big boss battle as Aurelia, like an avenging archangel, as she turns to Lauren and she's just like, can't run away from this it'll keep going and you will destroy everything how can you run gamer teddy has a suggestion okay everyone can roll arcana if anyone gets a nap 20 i will give but i'm dead <laughs> you can still roll a lauren like in your death coma if you figure it out i got eight. okay you don't figure it out in your death coma i got a natural 20 bob got 10 Aurelia got six lira got 14 i got a 12 can you give us a hint? Because I got a natural 20. I'm 20. I'm not 20 adjacent. Also because you are the most iconic standing. Thank you. And because you're the daughter and because you understand sort of the magic and being on this trail for a long time. If the magic is keeping this body alive, like, you need to stop the magic. And there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can dismantle the runes. You can stop the batteries. Oh, my. You know, magic is sensitive to anti-magic. I mean, it's better than nothing, so thank you. thank you. It is. It is. With that, it brings it to Bob. He can't see anything. He can just hear, like, the pain in his princess's voice on the other side. And he is just going to attack. And with a five, he's got nothing there. Attack two. 15. 15 works. It's almost like he starts stripping away the skin on top of the magic. So you can see he's damaging the skin and he's removing it. And as soon as it leaves her body, it kind of falls to the floor and you can see like it's like flesh being flayed off the body. With the dusty he just whips it out so fast that it just slices. And anyone not near the stairs can see that it's almost like a magical field that's not only keeping the body together, it's also protecting like you'd have to get through that. It brings it to Lyra, who is going to try and escape from you. Andromach, please do animal handling. Nine. Seven. So she has to get out this time. You know what? She's just going to attack you. She's going to say, let me go, false cat. And then she tries to get out, but she, and you like, no, 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 we've got to run away. And then I'm she, trying to help you. And then she stops. She goes limp for a moment. And looks you square in the eyes. And she says, I would leave everyone in this world to burn and die. You are just as bad as Isaiah. And she's going to reach out her claw and she's going to slash your face. That's a 15 hit. It does not. As she reaches out her claw, she goes to slice your face. And then she sees past you at Aurelia. And she's just like, I'm coming, my princess. And then she got distracted. She's like, I'm coming, my princess. And then she is just hissing in your ear. And she's like, you turn us around and you save everybody. I have this really hurt look on my face, but I do see that uh, Lauren is lying very limp on at the bottom of the staircase, and I do a 
quick judgment in the moment. And I rushed back down the steps, dropped the cat next to Alora. The princess said that we should dismantle the body, but she didn't give any specifics. So I am just going to cast the guiding bolt at Isaiah. 18. 18 does hit. 16 radiant damage. I'm just going to aim it at one of the ruins because, you know, it's an obvious target right now. It's glowing. The whole body is glowing. So. Oh, is the ruins not like a little bit more glowy than the rest of the body? Raw perception for me? 16. The runes glow all throughout the nervous system and through every organ. And you can see specifically it feels more concentrated, the magic, on like the key organs, so like the heart, the liver, and the key joints at the nerves. I'm just going to aim it kind of at the heart, I suppose. As you hit, because it definitely hits, you realize, and that's why also maybe Aurelia's hit didn't go through, and maybe it's because you're standing at the back, and from the back there's less distraction because there's less nerves, right? Because it's mostly the spinal column that you see the heart. It seems to suck in that magic. You see Underbox is just standing there and she, she goes like, uh, well that's not good. I'm going to cast Healing Word as a bonus action on Aloran. You're so quick to like, heal Lauren, huh? You're quick to heal Lauren. <laughs> Thanks. To heal him. Next time I'm not going to heal you. Please go ahead. That is 13 points of healing. I just Lauren, did a big inhale. I'm just going to say, Lauren, get up. We need your sword. My magic isn't doing anything, and this is a you problem. So I'm just going to help Lauren up. Lauren, you are standing up. You are back from the dead. You See. did not figure the, the conundrum out in the interim. So I go into automatic because I'm assuming that the sword is still nearby. And then I'm going to use Sacred Weapon. Okay. And I'm going to attack. I just need to pull up the actual stats for like a normal sword. Is it a long sword or is it a short sword? It's a long sword. That'll do average sword. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go in for the attack. I'm going to aim to decapitate. 13? That is like the worst 13? roll in the universe. Okay. It is literally just like a organ bag. Six points of damage? It seems like you cut through quite a lot of the nerves, and some of that magic seems to flicker out as you cut through. Even to your untrained eye, magic is embedded in the nerves, the veins, yeah. and the organs. This now average sword is super glowy. Not that things are not light enough in here. But... <laughs> it really is also like just light for days. And then I guess I just get ready to defend. Uh, Kira, it is your turn. You see that some of the nerves deaden in the neck. And you also know what you know, that the magic's going to keep pulling because you can feel a pull from yourself. With that, make a constitution saving throw, please. This magic, like, it's not a form of being charmed. It's like just full of this, like, draining me type of magic, right? Yeah, it's straight up she implanted some ritualistic runes inside your body. I got a 10. You lose two points of health. And as you feel pulling, you see one of the nerves that were cut reignite. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is and creepy. hair itself. Creepy, but actually quite cool. The smoke is dissipating around her. I saw that Lauren's strike actually work, and I realized that me using magic doesn't help me because it only helps her. 
and I actually realized I do have two weapons rising, so I'm going to take out my two daggers. Look at you! And I'm going to use my two daggers to actually attack her. So, it's a six and a seven. I doubt those hit. Seven will hit. Oh, jeez. Wow. In your faces. Thank you. Flesh Where are you hitting? I'm still going to go for the neck, and that's going to be six okay. piercing damage. I want to help further decapitate. I see what Lord was trying to do. You cut through half the nerves. The head portion is still attached to the body because it's not like you're cutting through flesh any longer. Like, most of the flesh is gone. It's severing the nerves, but the magic is still holding it together. You can see that the runes are no longer, like, flowing in those places where you've cut. When I pull out, I want to, like, kind of be messy when I pull out the dagger from her neck. And okay. going to yell and say, whatever we're doing, we need to do it quickly. She's pulling more and more of my magic. She'll kill me if we don't dismantle her now. I feel like Kira has learned something and she's telling everyone, I'm going to die. Please be careful. Watch out. I feel like Kira's learned her lesson. Yeah, be <laughs> literal. Just like this. Just like this. <laughs> Don't let me die again. With Isaiah's turn, Isaiah is going to try and draw magic with a four. It does not. With an 18, she does. The neck seems to, some of the nerves start to reattach. I see that. I'm going to yell and say, she's healing herself. She's literally healing herself. Do Uh, whatever you need to do, do it now. Then chat. Over or under, this is really going to figure this out. If she doesn't figure it out, then you're over. Over. Okay, so Aurelia can't figure it out. Not only did she wake up, she's not going on. Lauren's back. Someone from her court is supremely evil. This is very hectic magic. She is just super overwhelmed. And when she shouted, like, you know, why do you, why are you running away? We need to stop this. I think it just brought everything back. And she is just, like, angry crying desperately crying and she cannot think straight and she is going to try and stab Isaiah. She's not careful like she doesn't mind if she bumps you she's like this guy and with a 17 she will hit with four damage. She also stabs the neck and cuts some of the nerves again and she is going to attack again because she can and with a 12 she hits again and she does one point of damage and then she just looks at you, Lauren, and then as she's stepping, she's like, step, 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 and you feel, Lauren, like that could be you. <laughs> so much aggression just directed at me. I had nothing to do Bob, with this great evil. Bob is going to pack his cloths away, pull out a letter opener, because he realized the blunt damage is not going to help. So he takes out a letter opener because he has a battle butler and he does not own actual weapons. These are all useful tools of the butlering trade. And he is going to stab her in the neck as well. With a 14 he does. It's also a d4 but it's just a letter opener with minus 2. But because he's a monk he can do multiple strikes. He takes out his letter opener and it's almost like a surgical blade. He just like slices. And he cuts all the nerves to the head. And the magic runes through the head go dark. The head remains on the body. And you can see that magic is trying to push back into those nerves. 
the flashback is still standing. And that brings it to Lyra, who has taken this time to not only hiss at Andromach, but to realize as Lyra runs up and she shouts, push her into the cell. The cell has an anti-magic field. Very cool. And Lyra being a cat cannot push her. And so she's going to try and attack her. And she's just like, you guys were... And she looks at you, Andromach, and she's like, you were literally in that cell. And she gets a nine, which is enough, and she's going to scratch. That is so mean! And she starts scratching at, like, the Achilles tendon. And she does three points of scratching damage. And you start to see some nerves dull on the right leg by the Achilles. And that brings it to you, Andromach. I'm going to whip out my dagger, take a very hard look at it, and then my mind rebels at actually stabbing somebody with a dagger, so I'm just going to put it back. I'm instead going to cause bless on Lauren, our battle butler, and Kira. And uh, I'll just say, um, you guys do the stabbing bit. I'm going to try and push her back into the cell. So I'm just going to go up to the flesh bag and start pushing. Rolls strength for me and a constitution saving for The 17 and con save is 16. You start pushing and then as you do, like when you guys were younger, did you ever put like powder into like a balloon to make like a stress ball? Right? Like okay. the flesh bag is like moving in and out. Like it's not solid, it's like smooshy. So you're like just manipulating it forward and because they got a 19 on their strength, you managed to move Fleshbag like two feet forward, but it's because it's not solid. You can't just like give it a shove, right? Like it's as you push, it's absorbing the, the push. So for those who are checking to get her back into your cell, you need probably about 20 feet. Now, Lauren, it is your turn. Andromach was pushing against her, right? Which means she's standing in the way. So I don't know that this body is squishy, right? But because Andromach is standing right in front of me, I'm going to just charge. I'm bulldoze both of them to push towards the soul. Um, I'm pushing. I'm pushing. <laughs> Andromach, please make a constitution saving throw. And I'll say, you know what, Lauren, you get advantage because Andromach is, is pushing as well. So straight. Which is good because as Lauren pushes you, he sort of pushes your face into the flesh bag, which smells uh. like you would imagine a flesh bag would smell. Because it's malleable, it's like forming to your face and giving back and forth, almost like if you were to put your face into a balloon. I got 17. Okay, she got a natural one on strength. And then as both of your effort pushes, what's your movement speed? 13. Okay, so I'm going to say you can do 10 feet because you're pushing two people. As the flesh bag comes past you, Kira, as it's getting pushed down the corridor. The body is now eight feet away from the dungeon door of the dungeon yeah. we were in. That brings it to you, Kira. Okay, As cool. you see Andromach and Aloran come past you. By the way, wow. thanks, Gamer Teddy. Um, thanks for the idea. Yeah. At least now we know what yeah, it was. Teddy, when I say to Kira, I was like, and there's an anti-magic field. And I was waiting for anyone to be like, the dungeon is anti-magic. In my defense, like, I was dead at the time. I was a little distracted by a very furious cat, so that's my excuse. Mm -hmm. I like your story. I'm, I'm distraught by all this news and the cats that I almost died and my mother is trying to kill me. She just sees me with a battery versus an actual human yeah. elf thing. 
Look, it's it's traumatic. Aurelia knows these dungeons and even she didn't figure it out. So <laughs> anyone defense. Yeah. The only one with a head on their shoulders is a cat. Since I was able to move out of the way and I see this train of uh, movement, I'm going to actually add to the train. You have advantage. Please make a constitution saving throw. Oh, it's about to fail sometime, guys. Eight. Here so I'm going to use Earth Tremor and to move this train forward because that gives me about uh, 10 foot of movement. And I'm also going to use one of my sorcery points to actually use careful uh, magic where I actually make sure you guys all pass the, the save. So you need to do deck save of 13 for Isaiah, but you, you guys are too. So Isaiah failed. But you guys, because I guess I, I, I'll allow you guys not to die. Yeah, I'll use my meta magic to actually protect you guys. So you guys all automatically pass. Up to three creatures. So I'll do that with Lauren, Bob, and Andromoth. So yeah, I'm pushing Isaiah the last ten feet to the anti magic dungeon. She gets thrown in. The door, however, is still open. And as the tremor pushes, Andromoth gets like one undulating shove further into the flesh bag and on the out she breathes in fresh air and she's like oh gosh this is what fresh air smells like that was horrific and she falls to her knees and is violently ill because that's and not gross the flesh, the flesh bag smells like exactly as you would imagine it and you're just um, like throwing up there right yeah i've got a really weak yeah. constitution <laughs> in general or <laughs> no as as a lauren can we just get a confirmation or just in the meantime before my actual Chat, action I say it is their turn the body is going to turn and walk out the dungeon <laughs> with their one action and it's walking quite casually it's going to pass you Kira it's almost standing back where it was 20 feet away oh. and it's going to try and suck some more magic the scratches on the knee seem to disappear and the nerves reconnect, and so does one or two nerves back in the head. That brings it to Aurelia, who is going to try and push. As Aurelia is like, not in my country. And she pushes her, and it always seems like that radiant soul that didn't happen previously expands as she looks like this avenging archangel and her wings almost beat the air as she shoves Isaiah past everyone and into the cell. You go Beyonce. And, and yes, with that, Beyonce. it seems to like almost the wind and the rush from her pushing slams the cell shut and as soon as the cell slams shut, Kira, you feel the easing on your magical essence oh. and the flesh bag collapses and the parts separate in like it's exactly like you imagine if if you put all the organs and blood and nerves and bones of a person in a trash bag and then you <laughs> tip it out and that's what is lying on the dungeon floor and that drops us out of initiative i rolled a 50 by the way Chat was discussing what you're fighting, so they didn't say anything. Oh, uh, no, that's fine. Chat is so grossed out. No, because I'm, Chat is so yeah. grossed out, because they're like, yeah, super, you. I'm going to say you're also grossed out. Yeah, especially and after the thing on the cell floor the went splush, I'm unabashedly going to join Andromach in her projectile vomit story. Bob 
is horrifying. Because <laughs> as a butler, and he's going to start cleaning, and he's just going to be like, Mistress Arena, I'm so sorry that you have to see this. Please turn away. Mind you, mind. and he's trying to like make sure nothing touches where her feet are, and he's just like, so disgusting. He's just like, watch, watch out. Lyra has jumped onto Kira, and she's sitting on Kira's shoulder, and she's like, if any of that touches me, I will murder you all. <laughs> oh God. And Aurelia turns and she says, I'm not sure it's over. And she grabs the cell door and she opens it slightly. And as soon as she opens it, you can feel the magic pulling again, Kira. Yeah. And you can start to see the, the organs and things start glowing and trying to piece themselves back together. And then she shuts the dungeon mm. and then it stops. She says, the magic Isaiah has weaved is so intrinsic that we would need to find every single source or keep her in this dungeon until those sources live out their natural lives. The organs are in the cell, but her actual, like the rest of her, is it still the husk? Is it still in the passive? Her skin is in the passive. Like, all the damaged skin is taken, it's like everywhere. Okay, so it's all in pieces. It's not like it's, it's not the hole or anything, right? Yeah, it's not like a husk. You don't know that that part of skin belonged to the hand or anything. It's not in the shape. Because yeah. like, I, I just want to destroy anything of her now. I'm still so angry. Yeah, I just want to destroy anything that that's feels like her now. I feel like I can actually can use my magic. I'm just going to go do acid splash where I see any of her skin because I'm so angry. I just want to just wipe anything of her out of existence. As you're doing so, roll a corner. 15. You're thinking about everything. You're thinking about your entire history. You're thinking about everything you've been through, everything you've seen. And thanks to Game of Teddy, you realize that the people living out their natural lives is not enough. Because it's so intrinsic. And she had planned it so much. Like, you're trying to like think, how do I get this power out of me? Yeah. You couldn't. It felt like it was something part of you. And you wonder if that might not extend to any of the source's children. Oh, wow. That's some <clears> cool <throat> storytelling. So either we wipe our entire, like, bloodlines in future, or we just keep her... I say we... Um, okay, I'm, I, I'm just having an internal, like, conflict... Because that would include me. So I'm not going to voice that. I'm just going to fume internally and I'm going to say we should just keep her in there forever or whatever is left of her. Lyra, once she sees you clear the skin, she's going to jump and stand near the stairs where it's not gross. And she's going to say, and who's going to guard her and make sure no one opens the cell? I, for one, as she's licking and cleaning herself, she's like, myself and the princess actually have countries to run, unlike some of you. And she's going to look at you very specifically, Andromach, and you, Lauren. You guys don't see it because you're too busy, busy raging. showing up. But Kira sees that it was aimed at two of you. is going to stop vomiting, and I'm going to use Andromach's shoulder to help myself stand up again. And as I do, Andromach, if you are missing any health, you can take it all back. 
Because I'm going to okay. lay on hands. And I imagine you stop reaching as well. I, I do stop reaching, but after you've done that, you, you normally feel pretty physically weak. So as Alora pushes on my shoulder, <laughs> I just kind of collapse and I roll on my back. Did you roll into your, your vomit? I'm not curious. Yes, Probably. yes. Yeah. Okay, now there's, there's quite a bit of it. Bob is cleaning, but he wasn't really... He doesn't have buckets. Like, he's not got a magical, like, bag of holding where he just pulls out buckets. And Actually, you know what? Fine. Bob has a bag of holding. He starts pulling out like a magician. Out comes a mop. Out comes a buckets. <laughs> battle butler definitely has a bag. Oh, I'll, just, my God. I'll just wait for the battle butler. I'll just wait for Bob to do something about this because I have no energy yeah, right uh, now. Like a, like a, oh, guys. This actually makes sense. It's disgusting, and I'm sorry for everyone watching and listening. But when you move, there's going to be like a puke angel because you like <laughs> so underneath you, like there's a puke outline of Andromach's body. Yeah. So as I stand up, I'm going to say, "I'll do it. I'll watch her." Aurelia turns and she says, "And how are we supposed to believe you?" Fair. You have never kept a promise. Cool. I am just going to look at her and I'm going to say, actually, I'm done with this. This is bullshit. Alaren is going to say, your highness, return my sword to me so that I may do what is right. And then I'm going to go stand outside the cell and I'm just going to glare right back at her. I can also play this game. I'm also upset. I just threw up. That is so gross. It's so undignified. How dare you still stand there and call me a freaking liar to my face after I just did something so disgusting that I'm disappointed in myself. Can I roll my intimidation? Yeah, oh, that's so crap. Makes you think that would be less intimidating. That's exactly what happened. Do you know what my modifier is for intimidation? That's plus five. Yeah, I feel like a disadvantage. I agree. It, like, no, but I mean, I don't need a disadvantage because I rolled nine. Well, after cleaning says I will support them mistress it was my fault in the beginning that Lauren managed to leave the wedding and we should have known about Isaiah my spies should have known I am I am humbly and he's like just groveling and he is super upset that he didn't figure this out so he's like I will watch the watchers you can trust me and Aurelia turns to you Andromach and to you Kira Lyra has jumped off your shoulder and has padded over to Aurelia. Still keeping, even though the floor's clean, she's not walking anywhere that was clean. And Aurelia says, the two of you may go. I am chilled with that. I want nothing to do with Kira again, ever. I'm okay. <laughs> she's just brought so much drama into my life. I'm going to exhale in relief like, oh, thank the gods. I mean, I really like Andromar. She should carry on live her life. I'm going to quietly say, I need to figure out how far this goes. I need to, I need to understand what she, the extent of what she did. I'm not responsible, but I need to make sure we don't miss anything. Lyra's going to start to say something, and then Aurelia's going to talk, and Lyra's going to keep quiet. And Aurelia's going to say, that's very noble of you, and worthy of a noble blood. You are welcome in my city, and any help or assistance you need, let my gods know, Lyra will take you, and good luck on this journey. I cannot leave the city, but 
I will ensure you are well equipped and prepared to find all these sources and figure out a solution. Because I, for one, do not want alarm here any longer than necessary. Bob's like, I'll also be here. And she just looks at him and she's like, it's all right, Bob. And he's like, and he's just like palpable relief at life for saying it's all right. And he's like, I will watch him like a hawk. And then Bob is like standing on you. And he's like, I will take your sword in the evenings and I will return it to you in the days. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm a friend. We will, make a bed, we will make a bed hot here. You will sleep here. And then Aurelian's like, no, that sounds like a, a good idea. And you can sense that in the future, maybe you'll, like, after three years, be forgiven and, like, get to go I'm to your fine. own house and they'll find an extra guard. I, I don't want to go home. I, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine being in this dungeon for the next three years. I do not need to go home. I'm chill. I'm going to whisper to Bob, please tell Bubbles that I'm here. Your dogs will come visit you. Kevin and Leo will come visit you because you were the reason they met. So they yeah. actually really like you. And then your mom will come for a few visits. Oh no, but, like, but why? And you've heard rumors from other guards that come and change shifts for you while you sleep that Aurelia always hints to your mother that she should go check in on you. Oh no. And then every time she goes and checks in on you, she's just like, this is what you have fallen to. But after three years, it gets better and you can start living a more normal life. But you yeah. still have to go to the dungeon. That's fine. Because after three years, yo, I'll actually be able to real fly because my wings will have grown. <laughs> <laughs> Your freedom is ultimate. <laughs> so Aurelia says that and Lyra was going to be spicy. And then Lyra turns to Aurelia and, she, and, and to you, Andrew Mark, and she says, and you fake cat. Also, there's something on your fur. Well, I'm still lying on the floor, so I'm just going to look left over and the other way. It looks clean. It looks clean. Thanks, Bob. Um, can somebody help me out, please? Lyra and Bob and Aurelia, no, they do not go to help you. I'll help you out. Ah, thanks, Lauren. You're a real friend. Wait, did you just volunteer yourself for God duty? It is the least that I could do to atone for my sins against my city. <laughs> I am just going to look at Lauren like to the side. See, you know you're pretty daft sometimes. Yeah, like, oh, I need to clean up. Uh, um, your highness, do you have a bath somewhere? She says, of course, you may go with, with my blessing. Thank you for bringing this monster to our attention. And she gestures to the dungeon, but also Lauren. I'm standing guard and I'm I'm looking at Bob waiting for my sword. I'm ready for um, this guard duty. I can do guard duty. And she says for for your reward for for doing so. And I will look past the fact that the two of you, she points to you and Kira, were in alignment with Alaren. I am sure you had no idea of his past, none whatsoever, his betrayals. And so whatever venture you choose to go on to, then she looks at you. And then Lyra's like, fake cat. And no names forthcoming. She goes, whatever you choose to do. Well, Johannes, there's, there's just one thing that, that I might ask in return, if, if I may be so bold. Would you please look at, at the laws against changelings again? They're so harsh. My people live in constant fear. And it, it's just not right. It's, it's not fair. You just helped yourself? I already told her she was a changeling when we first met, so 
Aurelia is going to say to you, the time has not come. It's it's too soon in our history for that. However, we can help our ancestors and our fellow brethren. And as she says this, you start to realize, like you see her wings and for a brief second, she changes them from looking like angel styled wings to like almost falcon wings. And as time goes on and, and you progress, you realize that the Asimov, the people in Top City, a lot of them have a lot of changeling blood. And she says, but you always have a home here and anyone you know would always have a very welcome and safe home here. Andrew Box starts crying. Aurelia, she's like, I don't have a heart of stone. She rushes to embrace you and Bob is like, like lightning. He uses his like key to create a wind that just like blows it onto the wall um, and she embraces you. Top City, I'm not sure what Lauren has told you, but uh, Top City is welcoming to all those who are different and want to live a free life. And she's just going to hold you and she's like, we will provide for you. I've told her nothing. Yeah. And then when you do that like nasty crying uh, and you're trying to speak while you're crying, you just hear Andermach like burble out uh, thank you, your highness. Through all the <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Bob is also just very carefully cleaning, making sure none of like that crying touches Aurelia as well. Oh, and Aurelia oh like chases him away, like she's like, It's enough. Uh I never- just I've never told Andromach anything. There are laws. And then Aurelia's going to look over Andromach's shoulder and she's, of course, and then she's just going to pat you and be like, there, there. I'm still curious, like, I have to ask, what was, and I'll turn towards Lyra and Princess and ask, what were you trying to cover with your magic, if you, if I may ask you, what was it? At that, she stops petting, patting, not petting, and she turns and she says, and she says it very quietly. She says, Oh, you noticed that? Yeah. If it does not affect my livelihood, and she says, it does, I don't need to know anything. And that she says, The three of you will be utterly provided for and looked after. Mm. As you essentially start to live your life in a gilded cage because you know too much. <laughs> You realize that, and Thanks, over Kira. time, Nelly, you realize that because you start hearing the rumors. Because if Lauren didn't marry, Aurelia, the entire of t- entirety of Top City will fall. You also realize that as time goes on, why they're so friendly to changelings because there's changeling magic, and there was rumors that the changeling magic brought the sky whales into the sky, and you realize that. This line of changeling slash Asimov that Aurelia belongs to and the Lawrence family is like a, the closest cousin is what the... And also because you were researching your mother's own magic, right? Which is intrinsically ritual and built into blood. Is that the reason everything is floating is because their bloodline continues. So if she died, my bad. It stops protecting the fact that the city is only floating because her parents are still alive and because Lauren's parents are still alive. Oh wow! So one of her key, like, where half her power goes. That's also why, like, she is not as powerful as you think she should be. 
because half her magic is spent cloaking the fact that her existence and her family's existence and Lauren's family's existence keeps Top City floating. Yeah, and that's also why like she will never actually kill Lauren. And why Lero will never kind of kill Lauren because they yeah. kind of need him to come around in like five years before <laughs> they need parents uh, to have another child. So oh, like, I mean, something needs to happen. Yeah. So you live good life, a lovely life. You make friends with Kevin, Leo. You meet lots of people, but you can never leave Top City. And there always appears to be a cat around you, quite specifically, Kira. Which normally I would have followed Andromach, but because you are the one who knows things, Kira oh. is very tight with you. Lauren, in three years' time, you start to live a more normal life. As Kira, because I imagine you haven't told people, you spend your life wondering will it pass on to children? And should someone come into that dungeon and open it again, will Isaiah, the flesh bag zombie, come back to life? That's intense. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of this adventure. I'm so glad that's all on you. All I have to do is make babies. <laughs> and with that, I'm going to let my players give their sign-offs. But I just want to say a huge thank you to this adventure. And I hope you enjoyed it. And hey, Kira, you nearly got off squat free. You and Andrew nearly made it out. I didn't do anything! I have my, my mind! Oh, the curiosity! <laughs> yeah. This time, curiosity uh, didn't kill the fake cat. It just kept them locked up. You guys can find me on Instagram at Wednesday underscore Lefay. I am now Dr. Wednesday. Congratulations! Oh. I'm so happy. Yes, not that kind of doctor. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, Nelly. Thank you, Chad. It was awesome campaign. It's It's been a grand time. So, guys, you can find me on Instagram as well. I am Miss Mbubu, so that is M-I-S-S-M-V-U. I'm generally quite active, very active in my stories. You may find my, my I show pictures of my horse quite often. Her name is Tyburn. I geek about science and my dog and stuff. So yeah, come over. It's fine. And I do occasionally post. I might even post a reel one day. I decided to stop being lazy and join the girls in the Instagram thing. So I made my first post yesterday. Yes. You can find me under uh, mystic underscore bell. And I did my latest little project of, of a figurine that I was painting and making some, some base for uh, there's a picture of it on there, so you can, you can go and have a look if you want to. And I guess I'll be posting things about awesome crafts that I do. So cosplay, Warhammer figurine painting, some leatherworking projects maybe. I'll put all the pictures there so you can see what I'm up to. And then Chad wants to know what happens to Squint. So because they're there, I believe Andrew Mark will truly befriend Squint yeah. and they'll hang out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Bubbles likes things that are shaped like balls. So, so Bubbles is also going to hang around. Yeah. So another question is, will we be starting a new campaign and or taking a break? So I think potentially for the next sort of three weeks, we'll be taking a break and then we'll be coming back. Uh, I think we'll start with the just chatting. 
as it will be my farewell episode. So yeah, after after five years of amazing companionship and fun and games, I'm going to be taking a break because I work too much and I'm going to be enjoying it from the other side. But we'll be back with some chatting and then we can find out what all is going to be happening on Dump Dump Die in the future. But our podcast will still be coming out until then, so you can listen there. And I'm not really active on socials. I have them. I have them. I mostly just share work work things. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Harris Collar or on Instagram at Mimi Lemiao. Expect sharings of TikToks and mostly sharings of Dum Dum Dive. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Um, with that, we hope you stay safe, stay well, have a magical festive, and have a most amazing week filled with adventure.